Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Monster Monday presented, as always, by DraftKings, America's number one Rated Sportsbook app. I'll tell you later in the show, later in the week, more about DraftKings. However, I forgot the sponsor confirmation email winner on Friday. We had to spread the word winner via social media. That's just somebody that engages with at Ross Tucker NFL or at Ross Tucker Pod in some way on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or whatever. And we love those of you that do that because that helps the algorithms and whoever you have following you, your buddies, bots, I don't care. They see it, which is great. The retweets, the quote tweets. I especially love quote tweets, especially love retweets. Love those shares on Facebook are money. So anyway, we got spread the word winner on Friday. We had the YouTube shout out winner on Friday. You subscribe to youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. And then you can go ahead and make a comment so I see that you're a new subscriber and commenter. And then from there, boom, you get a cameo-style video shit out, like a 45-second video where I say whatever you want me to say, which is amazing. But the sponsor confirmation email winner, that is Terry from Oregon. She sent in an Amazon purchase, which is phenomenal, except... And, Brian, you got to back me up on this one. We're not doing the Amazon thing anymore, correct? That is correct. Amazon is, in our world, kaput. Yeah, Amazon's over. So those of you that had the link or whatever, Amazon's over. We appreciate what you did, but I think they just kind of kept changing their rules and whatever. So the Amazon thing's over. But, Terry, you're still the sponsor confirmation winner because, number one, you went above and beyond to try to do something for the show. Number two, it gave me an opportunity to tell everybody that the Amazon thing's over. So that's very, very helpful. You know, one of the things I love to do in July, okay, is have some of my boys on, right? Like, I, I like having new guys on, but I also like having guys like Will Brinson on. He's an NC State guy. He's a beer guy. But I got to talk to him about Russell Wilson and what the heck that was. He's a huge Russell Wilson guy. And I'm still a little bit unclear as to what the heck that even was 
this offseason that Russell Wilson did. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. As promised, my buddy who kills it for CBS. He's got a football podcast himself, the Pick 6 podcast. I'm sure a lot of you guys get a chance to listen to or watch. You can check him out on social media. He's been on this show before. He's been on the Even Money podcast before. Maybe even Fantasy Feast. I don't know. We could get him on the College Draft podcast (laughs) to talk a little ACC football. He is a versatile sports dude. I will give him that. The great Will Brinson at Will Brinson. Hello there, Will. Ross, what's up, dude? I, I don't think I've done Fantasy Feast. I know I've done Even Money in this podcast. We've done a home and home. You've been on the pick six. And uh, I tell you what, your your vast empire of podcasting and, and sports media is, is always impressive. It's good to talk to you, pal. Yeah, I appreciate it. And uh, I'll be happy to come back on the pick six. We will have whenever- you all season. Done deal. Done deal. Lock it in. Yeah. Hey, whenever you need me. It's funny. I was thinking of you last week. I was at a party, and I say this because I know you're a beer guy, and you might be more than a beer guy, but I know you're at least a beer guy, because <laughs> at one point, you ranked like the most important beers. Um, you did like a beer, like, you know, this beer, shower beer, that beer, whatever, right? And I, um, I, I noted one that you missed that was critical. You had a critical miss. What was the miss? I swapped out for my Tory Pines US Open hat, by the way. I love it. I love it. The critical miss was beer while you're waiting for your wife to be ready to go out to dinner or to go out that night. That's a good one. That's a good one. That is, dude, that is like, that's like, we're supposed to be there at 630. We're supposed to leave at 615. It's 622. It's going to be at least five minutes. The babysitter's here. I am sitting down. And rather than getting mad at my wife, rather than getting annoyed, rather than getting an argument, I'm just going to start the night. I'm just going to have a beer. I'm just going to have a beer and just watch whatever's on TV or talk to my kids as I have a beer. And I'm immediately taken to a place of relaxation. That's a good one because I get very anxious when, when my, with, in that span where my wife is not prepared to depart, if I am. Um, and so I do need that beer. That's a good time for like a high gravity IPA too. You don't want, you don't want to, you know, I mean, although I guess it depends on how much you, you have to, you have to judge the window you've got for how long your wife is going to take to get be prepared, whether it's, is she already dressed and she's talking to the babysitter about all the different stuff or is she like still drying her hair? Cause if she's still drying her hair. You can crack a high grab IPA. And if she's, if she's like talking to the babysitter, that's when you grab a Miller light or a Bud light and just, you know, slam one down really fast. I, I noticed you've always got, you're always posting your beers. You have, you have better beers than I do. Like you're, you're like casually drinking Sippo sunshine, which is one of the best beers out there. Uh, we don't have that here in North Carolina. We, I was hoping they would. Ryan Wilson tells me they had that at Wegmans up north, but they don't. Not here. Not here. Yeah, you know, it's funny because that's one of the other things I wanted to talk to you about. Um, we will get to sports, by the way. I, I want to get. Uh, <laughs> I, I need to talk to Will about a couple things, including whatever it is his boy Russell Wilson did this off season, mm. as well as just some of the other off season topics because. Obviously, we'll do a daily football podcast. He's all over it. But um, it's funny. I So a couple of things. I, I don't want to say I'm a beer snob, but beer is really important to me. Like sure. to the point where when I've had like I, I did this thing through the NFL at the Cleveland Clinic, like I did a physical 
and we were talking about things. And it's like, well, you know, how many beers do you have a week? I'm like, I don't know, five to ten. And they're like, well, you could cut back on that. <laughs> and I was like, I, well, yeah, I, I could. Well, that five to ten was a lie. Second of all, no, I can't cut back on that. What are you talking about? <laughs> but it's like, it's like, yeah, I could. But like, what am I doing all this for? Right. Like, I work, I work out, I try to eat pretty healthy. Like, I, I try to be a good dad. Like, I'm just like. That's what I enjoy. Like, what am I living for? Right? Like, I, I don't want to live longer and have life I don't like. I, I, I'm, I'm fine with living to a certain age and enjoying it. And that's what I want to do. So anyway. I, I would be pretty, I mean, I think one of the things, I'm with you. I mean, one of the things too is that, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of like older people, you know, or, or grandparents, right. Or, or you know, even parents who, you know, especially down here in the South, they're like, I've eaten nothing but bacon and <laughs> bacon every morning for breakfast. And I'm 85 years old. It's like bacon and thick cigarettes a day. And I'm 85 years old. And I'm fine. It's like, all right. I mean, like, that's probably not healthy, but it did work for you, you know, and they enjoyed life. And so why would you, you know, I, you know, if somebody's like, you need to cut back on your booze. It's like, probably I should probably drink less beer. I would be a little skinnier. I would be probably in better shape, but you know what? I like my beer, particularly beers at the pool. Um, one other beer that I would add that is uh, one of my favorites, and we're, you're sort of getting back to it now. It went away for about 18 months, but the I'm going to go get takeout, but I'm not going to order until I get to the restaurant. We, it's got to be fresh, honey. It's got to be fresh. And so when you get there or when you get there, and it's like yeah, your food's not ready. So you're like, yes, I will sit down and have a beer at the bar. The, the takeout food bar beers is very nice, and it's coming back after a, a lengthy hiatus. Oh, that's interesting. Very interesting. So, you know, I don't, I never know what I should say publicly or not. Um, for those of you that are willing to have a roadie beer, um, roadie beers are very nice. Very yeah. nice. It, um, a hypothetical road beer is about <laughs> as good as it gets. Rob. I got to tell you. Theoretically. Yeah. If someone were inclined to have a beer while they're on their way to a party or a restaurant. So anyway, the funny thing is, though, Will, um, I recently posted at Ross Tucker NFL is my social. If you're watching or listening to the show, you probably know that. But um, uh, it, beer temperature is really important to me. I got crushed by a bunch of European folks. But like to me, dude. I I can almost barely have a beer if I haven't put it in the freezer for 10 to 28 minutes before I drink it. I dude, the colder the better. And there are some beer snobs that will say, "Oh, but that changes the flavor profile." Dude, I don't care. It doesn't change the flavor to me. All I know is right before it slushifies that Ooh. is the perfect beer. I can't drink lukewarm beer or even cold beer. I need to be really cold. So I got a trick for you. This is for my brother-in-law, Jay, who's a, a savant when it comes to consumption of adult beverages. A huge IPA, double IPA guy. He lives uh, in Concord, North Carolina. They got a bunch of breweries in Charlotte and, and popping up in Concord. Jay taught me this trick a few years ago, and it is a game changer. So what you do is you take a paper towel and you 
get you, you get some water in your hand and you get the paper towel damp on both sides. Then you wrap the beer in the paper towel and put it in the freezer. And Ross, it will accelerate the cooling process tenfold. Your beer will be cold in like 20 minutes. And that beer, like a, a perfectly warm beer, wrap it in a paper towel, a, wet, a damp paper towel, put it in the freezer, and it will be ice cold in like 20 minutes. It is the wildest trick. I don't know how the hell he learned it, but it is a game changer if you're trying to cool warm beer. So how do you get the paper towels to stick? It What happens is the, the well, so the way, you just, so like, actually, I had a, I had a cup up here in my office so i had a paper towel you know i had it like a, i didn't have a koozie or a, a, a coaster up here so i used a paper towel but you just take the paper towel like this then you wrap it around the cup or wrap it around the beer excuse me and you just set it in the freezer so it's like down on the bottom and it gets because it's wet it'll stick to the can enough that, but it, the, the when you pull it out you want the paper towel to be like crusty in terms yeah. of like frozen and that's what happens it's, for whatever reason it traps the temperature and it cools the beer really fast Did, try it next time you'll see it's amazing Interesting. Okay. I, I will try it. I'm, I'm down with that. Um, I'm not really down with what your boy Russell Wilson did this offseason. I'm not really understanding what he was driving at. I have a theory, actually, or what he was trying to accomplish. I wanted to give you, as an NC State alum, a platform here, a gigantic platform to explain your guy Russell's behavior this offseason. Well, so interestingly enough, uh, this offseason was Wisconsin Russell Wilson. If he wins the Super Bowl, he's NC State Russell Wilson. When he's acting like a, a jagoff and he's and he's throwing his offensive linemen and his wide receivers under the bus and he's complaining about his his lot in life with the Seahawks, then he's that's when he's Wisconsin Russell Wilson. Um, he's actually, I think, speaking at a – at, at NC State's, or he spoke at NC State's uh, graduation this year. So I, I guess we do have to claim him. I, I didn't, I didn't like you. I thought it was, you know, a bad look. And I know that you know you you fill in uh, for for uh, Dan Patrick, you know, frequently, and you know he's we we love those guys. But I thought, and I don't blame him for having Russ on and letting him say what they say. But you know, to go on there and to do what he did in this passive aggressive manner. I, look, I get that the Seahawks have probably not delivered entirely on the promise of Russell Wilson's career in the same way that you can blame the Packers for not delivering entirely on the promise of Aaron Rodgers career. But, you know, I mean, he's got DK Metcalf. He's got Tyler Lockett. You know, he's had a, a good run game. He's had an elite defense for portions of his career. They built, they, they, Pete Carroll built his entire, built the Seahawks around this great defense, and then when push came to shove and he had to make a decision of, is it going to be, am I going with Sherm or am I going with Russ? He let the defense go and he rebuilt the, and I get it, there's a quarterback, so it's an easy decision, but he rebuilt the entire thing around Russell Wilson. And now he let Russ cook early in the year. And then, you know, they started, they weren't winning games. He didn't feel like that, but that was a, that was how, that was the best way to operate the offense. And so they pulled the reins back. I, I think what happened is Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers both saw Tom Brady in Tampa Bay with this partnership, if you will, uh, with Bruce Arians and Jason Light, you know, where he could sort of get what he wanted. Like, hey, look, I kind of want Antonio Brown. I know he's a crazy person, but I'd like him. And I'd like him to live in my house and play on the team. They're like, no problem. Antonio Brown it is. Um, and I, I feel like Russ and Aaron Rodgers both saw that and thought, we deserve that. 
But that's not how the NFL works. So I, I don't know what to tell Russell Wilson. I, I, he is a guy who is very – his legacy is very important to him. And I think he truly does believe that – not that he's wasting away, but that he is shortchanging the upside of his career uh, by not – winning more Super Bowls, and he doesn't feel like the Seahawks are maybe close enough. I, I think is that that's the best explanation for it. Yeah, so I, I guess I have two, and I want you to shoot a hole in it if, if you think so. Two possibilities. Number one is he just wants more power, more say, which is kind of what you're saying, right? I don't see why you need to say, I'm tired of getting hit so much and passing the, the buck as opposed to taking personal responsibility and accountability for how often he gets hit. I don't see why he needed to say that to accomplish what he's trying to accomplish of getting more power or saying, or he could have just said he's unhappy. He could have just said, I want more say, I want more power. I, I, I want, I want them to listen to me more. I don't know why he did that. And I'm a huge Russell Wilson fan. I have said for years, if I could have one quarterback for the next 10 years, it would be him. I think he's the model guy on and off the field. Sure. This offseason kind of changed things for me there. I also think, and I've heard this through the grapevine, he's really interested in the off-the-field stuff. He's really He's got like an entourage of business people, and maybe it's in part with his wife or whatever, but he really is into the big picture and investments and business and sort of like the LeBronization or whatever, right? Whatever you want to yeah, call it. I think that's a good – or the, I mean, Tom Bradyization too. Like Tom Brady is very yeah. into his off-field brand. Like he doesn't – somebody, uh, Tyler Sullivan pointed out on my podcast, you know, Tom Brady didn't ever took the free money he could have from Dunkin' Donuts. You know, he wanted to be you – know, he wanted this elite – branding opportunity with great you know these companies that he's with like yeah and i think i personally think somebody said to russell you know if you just act unhappy or like you want to leave like the nba guys do you know everybody will talk about you for months and you'll be the most talked about guy and how about leaking out cities where you'd like to play so that those cities have an absolute feeding frenzy for you. I pardon me, and maybe it was strategic on both, but I I, I do wonder if there's some element because like to hug Pete Carroll and say we're boys, we're friends. Like, well, what changed? What happened? Yeah, it. I think I, I don't I don't know if anything changed. I think I do think that the Seahawks. You know, the buzz you hear from Seahawks camp is that, you know, with, with the changes they made and they brought in Shane Waldron as the, the new OC to replace Brian Schottenheimer is, I mean, all the, I mean, the only thing you hear out of them is tempo, tempo, tempo. They're going to move with tempo. They're going to play fast. They're going to have tempo, so much tempo, all this tempo. Like, let's see it happen first because Pete Carroll, you know, a, a zebra doesn't change its stripes, right? I mean, Pete Carroll, is that the saying? Maybe it's a tie, I don't know, whatever it is. A lion, you know. Pete Carroll ain't going to just come out and be like, let's go full offense, like crank it up. Let's go as fast as possible. That's not how Pete Carroll rolls. You know, I thought the, so I, I don't, I don't, I think they, they tried their hardest to make Russell Wilson happy, but they just didn't have the assets to do it this offseason. You know, they didn't have a ton of money to spend. 
They had no draft picks because of Jamal Adams. So they make the swap for Gabe Jackson and bring him in from, from the Raiders. Um, you know, they, Dwayne Brown is, is, they'll probably have to figure out a new contract with him. And, you know, again, they bring in Waldron. I mean, I think they did their best to make him happy, but they didn't want to kowtow to his demands. You know, you can't, you don't want to negotiate with a guy who's like hung you out to dry publicly like that. It, it's a, it's a fine line to walk. You want to keep your franchise quarterback happy, but you also don't want to just, just be like, well, you're right, Russ. Here's everything you want. And of course, we heard the stories, you know, in the reports that came out, I believe it was with the athletic that Russell Wilson kept asking for, you know, changes in season. He wanted more input in the, the offensive game plan, more inf- input in the personnel and all this. And they're like, no, dude, like you're, you're a quarterback. You're not a, you're not a coach. You're not the GM. That's, that's not how this works. And I think the, the two things that have skewed it for Russ and for Rodgers is that one again, Tom Brady. And I, look, I think Russell was sitting in that Super Bowl up in that suite with Roger Goodell and he, he's accepting the good guy award. And don't give me the Walter Payton man of the year award is a very prestigious honor, but it ain't a Super Bowl trophy. And he's watching Tom Brady at his age with all these pieces around him and like Bruce Arians and Jason Light who did everything they could to give him all this stuff. And I think Russell got jealous and I think Russell got envious of that opportunity and that in part, you know, and he, and he was mad too because he'd been asking for that control and they wouldn't give it to him. Uh, and then you see, you know, this offseason, Carson Wentz with no leverage after playing like absolute crap last year, forces his way to the like the only spot he wanted to go, and the Eagles let him do it. Matthew Stafford politely you know, demands out in, in Detroit, and they send him to a spot that's good for him. And so I think all of those things made Russell feel like, man, like I'm, I'm a top five quarterback in football, and I can't get this. I can't get this. Like Carson Wentz gets to go where he wants, and I can't get what I want. Tom Brady gets everything he wants. And I do think it's a little short-sighted on the part of Russ and Rodgers to expect, even though they are Hall of Fame quarterbacks, to expect the same treatment as Tom Brady, who is the GOAT. I mean, it's just, you're not going to get that. Brady was a free agent. Brady went to a place. I look at it like Tom Brady, you know, he, he partnered with Under Armour. He partnered with Uggs, right? He didn't take a bunch of money to shill their products. He's, he has equity. He is an invested partner. It's a, it's a collabor- collaborative effort. And I think that's the same thing he wanted in Tampa Bay, and he found a willing partner. That's not easy to find, and it's not going to happen for every quarterback in the NFL. Check him out on social media, at Will Brinson. That's where you can get all of his stuff. He writes for CBS Sports. He's got the pick six pod. He's the husband to at AKW Brinson. I love that. My wife would not have a Twitter handle, man. Blonde lady, sometimes both. Almost always loves Will Brinson. That's amazing. That I think I um, love that dude. That yeah. is awesome. Will, thank be, you so much for coming on the be, show. It used to be husband to Will Brinson, and then she got mad at me for something and changed it to sometimes loves Will Brinson. I think. So, uh, <laughs> hey, thanks for having me as always, Ross. Always good talking to you, buddy. Absolutely awesome stuff from Will. You know what's funny? Um, sometimes the sponsor is just perfect for what you're doing. Like today, right, I am not at home. Those of you that are watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, you can see I'm not doing the show from my house in Pennsylvania. I am doing the show uh, from uh, a house at the beach for the holiday weekend. So you can see the setup's different. So what does that mean for your purposes? Well, it means I'm glad that I have ExpressVPN. Because this is like a public Wi-Fi deal, I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm not like. I'm not letting whoever 
owns this house or the neighbors or whatever, I'm not letting them be able to have all my information. That's what ExpressVPN does. Plus, it unblocks content. It lets you change your online location, like to different countries. That's part of what ExpressVPN does. It's a virtual, private, or personal network. That's why it's awesome. So not only is it keeping me safe when I'm in an airport or a hotel or here in like a rental home, right? But it also, you can hit up all these shows. Like my wife and I love watching Netflix. There's a million different shows that you can watch. You can go to other countries. Uh, it works with YouTube, everything. A hundred different server locations. You can choose some. So be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com slash Tucker. Don't forget to use my link at expressvpn.com slash Tucker to get an extra three months of VPN for free. Free. Tucks takes. All right. Uh, let's start today. Josh Gordon files for reinstatement from the NFL again. Uh, a couple thoughts, Brian. Number one, is this the first time I've ever done a show with a hat on? I think it's the first time I've ever seen you with a hat on. What do you think? I think it looks good. You're lying. There's a lot of hesitation there. So I have such a huge head that hats always look weird on me. But I worked out this morning. I didn't shower, so my hair is kind of crazy. I just took it off because I don't care. That's how I roll. You guys know that. Even more reason why you should, guys should watch some of this stuff on YouTube. But I just decided you have you wear hats all the time. So I decided I'd throw it on. I don't know. I always think every hat looks weird on me because my dome is just so large and massive because I've got so many brains in there. Well, I got one brain, but a big one. It's supposed to be a joke. Anyway, um, wearing a hat, Josh Gordon. So we've been doing this, Bri, for eight or nine years. I really think it might be eight or nine times that Josh Gordon's filed for reinstatement. I mean, I really, it's at least five that you have said, Ross, Josh Gordon has filed for reinstatement from the NFL. Like that, it's unbelievable. And I don't know the answer to this. And we've got some awesome, awesome listeners. Uh, I think uh, Becky and Betsy that they work uh, with people that have issues like Josh. I don't know what the answer is for how many opportunities somebody should get. And I'm not going to pretend I do. Uh, but he's gotten a lot. And if he gets reinstated again, he's gotten a I guess I'm, I'm at the point, like, will there actually be a team that would sign him anymore? That's kind of my question. Takes. Well, here's something else that we've said a number of times over the past eight or nine years. The Cowboys are going to be on hard knocks again. Well, off the top of my head, it's at least the third time they've been on hard knocks. And it might be more than that. I guess they are one of the teams that could not decline it. You know, no one really volunteers for it anymore. And the Cowboys are one of the teams that was not able to decline, you know, being on hard knocks. And so, you know, I think the NFL probably thought Cowboys will do it. These other teams might not want to do it. They might not grant access. They might not be happy about it. Jerry Jones will do it. Cowboys will do it. Let's just pick the Cowboys. Okay, sounds good. 
And so that's what they did. So, look, Dak coming back from injury, Micah Parsons, who was on the show a few, uh, maybe a month ago. It's awesome. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to watching the Cowboys on a hard I just hope it's better. I hope the Cowboys – I hope it's more authentic. I hope the Cowboys grant more access. It just hasn't been as good lately. Tuck takes. One other somewhat news item, the NFLPA concerned about Lamar Jackson not having an agent. Yeah, I think this was a Jason LaConfora report. And, you know, on the one hand, it's none of their business, right? Like, on the one hand, it's not the NFLPA's business. Lamar Jackson can do what he wants. My understanding is his mom is representing him. I don't know anything about his mom. You know, she could be a 30-year lawyer that's been doing contracts forever. She could be uh, not that. So I don't know. I do think it's interesting in the report that they have, like, shunned any assistance or advice or help from the NFLPA. That part of it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. If you're an inexperienced negotiator, the NFLPA is still willing to help. So we'll see. Because also puts the Ravens in a weird spot, right? Because if you're the Ravens, you want to get the best contract possible. But this is your franchise quarterback. You don't want to, like, put him in position – where he's upset with his contract and you kind of pulled one over on him. So it's a really interesting dynamic there between the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson. I'm curious whether that deal, Josh Allen deal, Baker Mayfield, whether any of those deals get done in the next couple months. People think they're going to. Certainly those guys want them to, to get done, but I don't know if they really will or not. I do know this. We're having a best ball on the Fantasy Feast podcast. It's actually a DraftKings best ball app, which I love. It's on the regular DraftKings fantasy app. Just put the code in Ross. I love best ball, and I love going against you guys. Take advantage of any of our sponsors, any of them. Just go to the sponsors page at RossTucker.com. Take advantage of any of them, and boom, you can be in the best ball against Joe and I. In fact, I'll tell you right now, you sign up to be a patron, Patreon.com slash RT Media. First person that signs up to be a patron today. Patreon.com slash RT Media. You're in. You're in against me and Joe. It's 8.24 a.m. Eastern, Monday, July 5th. For Bri, check it. First person that comes in today, they are in, that comes in as a new patron. Patreon.com slash RT Media. They are in the best ball draft. Speaking of patrons, shout outs to Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, Vision Comics with an X, humanheadnyc.com. We're going to go back and look at the 2018 draft on tomorrow's College Draft Podcast. That'll be amazing. We'll have even money with Fezzik. Should have Andrew back this week because we skipped last week. Looking forward to talking with Andrew about the NIL stuff and the impact that's going to have on the NFL. And then, of course, the GOAT, the GC, Greg Cosell later in the week as well. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100 Gambler or in Indiana, 109 with it. By the way, 
if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, doesn't always, sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit. 